0: Good morning and welcome to Patriot Radio News Hour. Happy Friday. Get the jack out. <laughs> Matter of fact, you know what? You may want to get the beer out because it may be costing you a whole lot more. Break out the chips and don't forget the guacamole. I'm Joe Jacquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number 800 nine two. The website at allamericangold.com. How you doing? yeah may they, the last day of may and i know a lot of you are like oh, that couldn't have come fast enough wall street absolutely pounded uh been a, a good month for gold the month of may uh gold right now up 15 bucks 1302 silver uh is up by 10 cents right now $14.60 the dow down well uh, it's kind of pretty much and almost every day, uh, down 240 points right now. It's a little bit off the lows. It's down uh, 300 points, but <laughs> J.P. Morgan say the, the Fed's going to have to cut twice. Tariffs, 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 in case you missed it. Last night, the uh, the president surprised the world and says that he is going to impose tariffs on Mexico starting June 10th because they won't do anything to stop the flood of illegals entering the United States and uh, it's actually on a a scale. The tariffs will rise to 10% on July the 1st. So 5% doesn't get their attention. On July 1st, it'll be 10%. That isn't enough. On August 1st, it'll be 15%. September 1st, it's going to go to 20%. And October 1st, it'll go to 25%. Where the president says it will remain permanently. If the illegal immigration via Mexico does not stop. And, and, uh, you know... I think about all of these things and and first of all I applaud the president uh f- for his action. We are the country of the United States we have laws. Everybody needs to follow the law. It's that simple. We have an immigration policy. Right? You can legally immigrate to this country. Tens of thousands, actually hundreds of thousands of people do it every year. Legally. And and I think that, you know, and I, I brought this up in my earlier segment. For those of you, uh, this is hour number two for me. So welcome, Phoenix. Uh, in hour one in Colorado... I was talking about all of these companies. You know, Ford, General Motors getting hit today. Uh, One of the things that I didn't know, you learn these things when these tariffs come into effect. The uh, manufacturers of medical equipment. Apparently all that stuff's made there in Mexico. Mexico. Right, You think about all the scalpels and the probably the things that dentists use to clean your teeth and all that. It's all made in Mexico. By the way, go out to allamericangold.com. Great clip out there. Ramon just nailing it about your pharmaceutical drugs. Where do all the ingredients come from? Yeah, you know, uh, those come from China, by the way. Just so you know. well, not all of them, only eighty percent. No big deal. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So uh when you're taking all those pills, just remember uh where all those ingredients came from. But you know, all of these companies, they left this country. Why? Because they wanted to get rid of American workers. They want to pay us? They want to give us a pension. They wanted their stock price to go up, right? And and we've been talking about how uh, what they want, you know, the new world order and all all of it's alive and well, right? And and now I'm sitting there, and the big question I posed in the first hour, why hasn't any company stood up and said, you know what? You're screwing us. You're screwing the United States. We're leaving. Right? You don't hear that. Right? They don't care. Yeah, yeah, we know these are bad deals for the United States, so what? It's a good deal for us. And now, you know, just to belabor the point, so the president is trying, you know, the Democrats won't act, we can't build the wall, the the judges stop him from doing all that stuff, so he he finds another way. And says, we'll make Mexico stop. You know what's so funny? If all of these... Illegals, We're saying, hey, we're going to move to Mexico. Okay, we're not going to the U.S. No, no, we want to just go to Mexico. You know that border would be sealed shut in about two seconds. I'm going to tell you in the next segment the response from U.S. businesses. Okay, the response from U.S. businesses, and this is all you need to know about what's wrong with america today you know when you sit there and we start thinking about you know whether or not and of course we here we talk about data right the unemployment data the sham that that is payroll data uh how much you're making all that's a sham right yeah hey uh you, if you're making minimum wage your pay went up if you're in the c-suite your pay went up everybody out nothing why because the companies that would pay you aren't here anymore I'll be back with the US Chamber of Commerce response when we return. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. 951 592 Pedro Radio News Hour. Uh, again, gold's up 15 uh, yesterday. You know, gold was up what? 8 yesterday, 15 today, 1302. Uh, as more tariffs now, this time on Mexico. And and I mean, it's really kind of simple, isn't it? Hey, you know, we foolishly, in my opinion, allowed for our companies to come to your country at the expense of our citizens, employ your citizens, and employ them, you know, let's face it, building a middle class for them, And here we are being invaded with illegal aliens who are passing through your country. You know, you think about it right now. There's upwards of, what, two, three, maybe 400,000 in Mexico right now, somewhere along the journey, you know, a hundred thousand plus a month that they tell us about coming through today, and you don't want to help out. I mean, the president's asked, right? And I wish I had hoped that it doesn't appear to be true because Mexico's president came out and 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 said, "Hey, listen, we're we're not we're in no hurry." Was his response to the to the tariffs? But they don't want to help out and do the right thing. And yet you don't hear a single American, alleged American company saying, you know what, we're leaving. If you can't help America, we're going we're to leave. Pretty simple request. And, and I don't understand why we aren't more upset about it. Right? Really, what we should be doing is saying, hey, time to go. You know, when you think about all these trade deals, right, none of them were were good deals for America. They weren't. You would think that at least, okay, listen, we, we gave you a really good deal here, but Hey, when we need you to give us a little hand, uh, you know, you got to help us out. I mean, that's kind of, right, where the least of the logic would go there, and they're not. I'm not mad, you know, what? quite honestly, I'm not mad at Mexico. I'm not mad at China. It's not their fault. It's our company's fault. They're the ones that left. Right, they're the ones that said, "Hey, you know what? I care more about my stock price than I do about the people that actually buy our stuff. Than I do about, you know, they love our laws when it benefits them, don't they?" And then this came out, and this was the ultimate. This is this just tells you everything that's wrong here today. U.S. business groups are considering suing the White House over the Trump administration's new tariffs on Mexican imports. The powerful U.S. Chamber of Commerce says it's mulling its legal options in response to the duties the group's senior vice president of international affairs, John Murphy, told reporters. Business groups are more broadly discussing the possibility of suing the White House. And a decision on how to proceed is expected on Monday. I tell you I' tell you right now I'll tell you how to proceed. It's real simple. Come home. right? That's how you proceed. Come home. You want to proceed? come home bring the jobs back, real jobs. Not this fake crap, not the gig economy that they that they sit there and try to tell us how great it is. Let me ask you something. You think it's so great out there? Really? Then why is it that over 30% of millennials. Remember now, millennials are getting older. The youngest millennial is 22 years old. You know what happens at 22? Well, for, you know, some people, well, most people, they graduate college. You know how old? the oldest millennial is? 38. You know what happens at 38? Let's see. Uh, I got kids in high school getting ready to go to college. Used to be. Over 30% of them still living with their parents. Over half of them Still rely on their parents if they don't. When you factor in the ones that live at home and the ones that don't, half of them need support from their parents. Think back. I know it's hard. I mean, you know, I'm almost 50. It's hard for me to go back. It's, I'm trying to think about the last time I needed help from my mommy. You, you know what I'm saying? Right? I moved I was out of my house at 17 and I did I moved in I knew in and, in and out a couple of times between 17 and 19 I think after 19 I was never at my mommy's house again right now here they are 22 to 38 and they're still there the gig economy as they like to call it. Workers who get paid per task, sale, or project is creating extreme financial hardship for millions of Americans. But yet it's great. Unemployment's 3.6%. I mean, I think that right. with something like that. Just so you know, parents, how great it is, 40% of every one of these 22-year-olds getting their diploma. Right? They just happened. Right? We just, just a month, to, not even a month ago. I don't even know how many hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of you got a college degree. 40% of them are going to be considered underemployed. In other words, yeah, I got a job. It's one of these gig jobs. It's not what I went and got my degree for. And it really doesn't pay that well. According to the latest Federal Reserve data, and this is important. You need to understand this. I don't make this crap up. I wish I did. You know, it's why I sit there and I I say it all the time. I know a lot of you don't want to believe it. Hell, I don't want to believe it. I don't. And I could be wrong for a little while. But at the end, what I tell you today, that's what's going to happen. Trust me when I tell you 10 years from today, the pain is going to be unrelenting. The report found that in 2018, workers who supported themselves through the gig uh, uh, gig economy struggled financially far more than the average person. The problem is, they are the average person. Here's Here's how it broke down. 58%. Of full-time gig gig workers said so they don't they can't even come up with four hundred bucks. Fifty-eight percent full-time gig workers. By the way, for those of you that don't have to live in the gig economy, it's not that much better. Uh, but forty percent of them. But still, see what I'm saying? It's that it's it's twenty percent harder. I mean, neither one of those numbers is any good. The annual survey that the Federal Reserve conducted found that the vast majorities of gig workers cannot make a living doing it. A lot of them said, I need to work a gig job to go along with my non-gig job just so I can pay my bill. Can't actually move out of mommy and daddy's basement. I mean, it's nuts. Bring them home. Bring them home, Mr. President. That's what I say. Make them come back so we can get real jobs in this country. I'm sorry. Driving around drunk people isn't my idea of a good job we ever get to that point i don't i don't i don't know I, I i really don't know so when we sit here and we talk about now uh the chamber of commerce wants to sue us we want to sue for the right to keep these jobs out of the american workers hands here's another interesting fact you think i'm wrong The National Center for Health and Sciences says U.S. US birth rates continue to plunge because they're still living with their parents. They said in 2018, women 15 to 44. Now, why 15? That's, anyway, that's just what they did. 15 to 44 saw only fifty nine births per thousand women. That is the lowest on record. By the way, you know how long they've been tracking this data? Since nineteen oh nine. Think about wow. The lowest birth rates on record. million babies born in 2018, just in the number of babies born, 3.8 million, that's the lowest number in 32 years, and that puts you back into the 80, I mean, what are we, 70, 80 million more people living here today than then? And yet, we've got less birth... You know, it's kind of like the unemployment rate. <laughs> it's the lowest birth rate since the 60s! Right? It all adds up. It all adds up. And, and listen, you know, the answer is really simple. You want to know why? It's too damn expensive. Everybody's broke. These women, listen, they're not dumb. They're like, let's see here, uh... I work, you work. I got two jobs, you got two jobs. You were driving around drunk people, we're assembling people's furniture for them. Right? We're doing DoorDash. And uh at the end of the month we don't got any money. Uh you live with your parents and I live with my grandparents. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be having any kids. I mean, it's pretty simple. I know. I know it it's it's horrible to think about what would be real I mean here's the problem to bring the jobs back. You know, even now the Dow's at twenty four thousand nine hundred. What are we talking about? Dow twelve thousand to bring the jobs home? Maybe ten thousand? All worth it if you ask me. Patreon Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break.
1: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast launched by Phyllis Schlafly, who served as an articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Upholding that legacy and himself an author, national speaker, and attorney, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Recently, a group of scientists in the United Kingdom made international headlines by releasing a study of 20,000 families, and it had some less than politically correct findings. The study concluded that children whose mothers work outside the home are 25% more likely to be obese. Meanwhile, the study showed that having a father who worked had no effect on childhood obesity at all. These findings should not be a shock to most people. After all, who doesn't have memories from their childhood of being scolded by their mother for spoiling their dinner or having too much candy after school? Where there are more stay-at-home mothers, it would make sense that there would also be more healthy meals and physical activity. Now, it's not my job to tell women whether they should work outside the home or not. Certainly, they have every right to do so here in America. However, the feminists could not help but use this study to tell fathers what to do with their lives. As soon as the findings were released, feminists jumped at the chance to condemn fathers for not doing more domestic work to help their working wives. One feminist went so far as to offer this conjecture. Quote, if fathers were to pick up the slack, it's likely that this wouldn't be a problem. End quote. How silly. While the world waits with bated breath for these feminists to conduct a study of 20,000 more families and prove their claim, let's get back to dealing with the facts. The late Phyllis Schlafly always said that women in America are free to choose whatever path in life they want to take. If they want to only marry a man who will do certain household chores for them, they have the right, as long as they can find a man, to go along with it. Women are also free to pursue higher education, to work a job outside the home, to volunteer, or to stay at home and raise children full-time. No one in America is trying to take that choice away from anyone. However, every choice has consequences. No set of laws or social values can ever be so free as to free an individual from the consequences of their actions. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. You've seen the desperation of women's marches, the disgrace of Planned Parenthood, the rise of savvy young conservative women. Radical feminism is heading down a dead-end road. Voice your opinion on what's really important to women at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report.
0: Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We have another central bank buying gold. I'm going to tell you about that in a second. We have another chart buster emerging in the gold complex. Uh, yesterday, another one of the billionaires said, uh, uh, "Gold's going." To five thousand, and it's going there in the next ten years, and it's hard to argue that really. When you, if if you understand the numbers, I know Wall Street only wants you to look at what the farthest they ever they want to even look. The farthest is maybe the election, and then Asia. Something is afoot, and we're going to connect the dots as to what they are planning. Uh, To do in a turn from the dollar, and make no mistake, all of these tariffs and and working these trade deals that the president is doing, and rightfully so, is gathering the rest of the world to what? Hey, if we don't get to rip you off, right? Well, then we we want to find something else to use, right? Turning away from the dollar. Before I get into it, I just right now I just got an email. Then this is a great opportunity. By the way, gold's now up over sixteen, almost seventeen dollars now. Uh, it's the high yeah, at the highs of the day. Thirteen oh three eighty. Thirteen oh three eighty 80 right now on gold. Uh, so I gotta raise prices again. But there are fifty five zero AU twenty dollar Gold Liberties. Okay, so AU means almost uncirculated, which means somebody back in between 1866 and 1907 got one of these $20 gold pieces f- fresh out of the bank. And they went home and they put it under their mattress or put it in their sock drawer And it never saw the light of day. And most likely, it probably was in a treasury bag that got sent to Europe. That's most likely what happened. And it sat in in the European bank vaults for 50, 100 years before seeing the light of day. These are almost uncirculated. Right now, in our regular $20 gold pieces, Libs, Saints... Uh, they're fourteen oh five online, but I got to raise prices again. Uh, gold's actually up another eight bucks since this morning. Uh, but let's just say fourteen ten. You got to go up to the AU grades. You know, we did these with the five dollar libs yesterday. They were this. You know, I was able to do them for the same price, but that was it. You're going to save ten bucks and buy an AU twenty dollar liberty for fourteen hundred bucks today. Think about it. What's what? Like $96 over spot for AU twenties. There's only fifty of them. Get in on it. 800 951 592 And I know, listen, trade wars are distracting. Uh the dollar, uh, the Dow, right? All that stuff to 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 keep our eyes off the ball here. Yesterday, Bloomberg broke. There's another central bank now buying gold you know you start thinking, they're piling up here right we knew about russia and then all of a sudden in december what did we learn oh wait a minute the chinese are buying with the russians and then we found out wait a minute poland is buying with the chinese and the russians and then it was Austria, combined with the Chinese, the Russians, and the Polish, and the Brazilians. Today, the Philippines announced that it's joining a slew of central bankers, increasing its gold holdings. Uh, governments around the world on a gold brine. Remember, last year, the second highest level of gold buying ever by central banks. You know, the, the the it's the highest levels since 1971, right, when we went full fiat. This is going back. Remember why we closed the gold window? Nobody, they didn't want the dollars anymore. and they were buying so much gold, we were going to run out. Remember, I told you, after World War II, we had 20,000 metric tons of gold. We only got allegedly eight thousand left. Where did the other twelve thousand of it go? Went to the foreign central banks. Now I've been telling you, you know this. You know. Don't be dumb. You know. Our, our debt's going to be twenty-three trillion this year. Ten years from now, it's going to be over forty it is they don't want dollars anymore how do how do i know this because i look at their gold purchases right same thing already happened once what did we do we had to close the gold window and guess what that worked for a while up until about 0506 And now, just like them, think back now, late 40s, early 50s, they started buying. Just a little bit, not a lot. But it started really gathering steam in the early 60s up until the gold window closed. And we've got the same pattern here. Listen, central banks have been buying gold now, like I said, for the last 13 years. But now it's hitting overdrive last year the second highest total ever this year now looks like it's going to wipe that one out they said that uh you know and, and they give all these oh it's this and global tensions this and that it's not when I mean, it's part of it it's a symptom it's a symptom it's they want to get away from dollars they have too many Led by Russia and China, two more countries joined the list last month. Serbia and the Philippines are now jumping into the bandwagon. I'm losing count. It's hard to. I mean, this is how many of them are doing it. They said that the Philippines said there's going to be more purchases. This is just the beginning. The last major purchase they made was in July of 2018. They now are up to 198 tons. And the Philippines says there's more purchases to come. Matter of fact, they want to double that number. So they want to buy another 200 metric tons. I'm going to tell you what they're up to next. The Dow slipping back towards its lows now, down 285 points. Uh, Gold just hit a new high for the day now, 13.0450. Gold's up over $17 right now. uh, As the president announced tariffs to be imposed on Mexico until it starts, you know, stopping the flood of illegals entering the country but I just told you two more countries have now joined the gold buying spree Serbia right and you just start thinking really you know all of these countries in Europe and Eastern Europe and, and Asia primarily and then the Philippines the Philippines actually went a step further, said, Hey, we're we're just getting started here. We we want to double. We got 198, so let's round up. We got two hundred metric tons. We want two hundred more. The president, you know, he just left Japan. Well, guess what? The Asian countries are having a big, big summit over there. And we know that China, which has been buying all this gold, and remember how China reports gold. They have the, uh, you know, hey, we added to our gold holdings, right, and they're, that they're doing about 10 metric tons a month. But, of course, you know, China, the largest buyer in the world by far. Remember, all of their banks are state owned so, yeah, okay, we're not technically adding to our reserves, but our state- state-owned banks are. I mean, that's just, a what, a stroke of a pen they can go, you know, from 2,000 metric tons to 8,000 metric tons probably instantaneously. Right? That's something, you know, they don't want you to think about. And we've been speculating as to why. I mean, I know part of it, right, they want to get away from the dollar. But in Japan yesterday, the Malaysian prime minister was given a speech. Think about it, okay? The Philippines buying gold. Malaysia's buying gold. China's buying gold. Russia's buying gold. India's buying gold, right? You're, you're, you, you see where this is going. He took a large step in the unveiling of a possible Asian gold-backed currency. When he proposed the launch of the Asian version of the euro, he's calling for a common trading currency for East Asia that, unlike the euro, will be pegged to gold and it's very interesting in his comments about this currency. He they're talking about we want to use a gold-backed currency to settle trade, right? Imports, exports. Right? Remember we have all of the the you know, who's a currency manipulator, who's not a currency manipulator and blah 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 blah. I'm going to quote from his speech. In the Far East, if you want to come together, we should start with a common trading currency. Not to be used locally. In other words, hey, your, your country's central bank can still manipulate its currency that you use, right? China, hey, China, you still use the renminbi. And and, and, in Japan, hey, you can still use the yen. But a common currency backed by gold to settle trade. The currency that we would propose should be based on gold, because gold is so much more stable. And of course, referencing fiat money. He said, on the current foreign exchange system, local currencies are, are affected by external factors and are often manipulated. He did not elaborate. If his complaint was against the dollar or the renminbi, uh, but I, I think you know who it's against, right? Let's let's be fair. It's obviously against the dollar. He's calling for an East Asian currency, wants China to be the leader of it. By the way, they're, just so you know, Malaysia used to peg their currency to the dollar. They got rid of that in 2005. And now they're saying, let's get rid of it altogether. We want to do all of our trade in a gold-backed currency because we're tired of being manipulated. We're tired of 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 being uh, external factors, right? All that stuff. And this is what's got, this is just what's happening. And I know, I know, you're 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 sitting there going, well, no, we can still save it now. I mean, we, we, dug the, we dug the hole, right? We played kick the can, right? Kick it down the road, kick it down the road, kick it down the road. Nobody even talks about deficits, right? And I know, listen, we, we like to use the fake number. Oh, the deficit's going to go up $1 trillion this year. It's not true. I wish it was. Deficit's going to go up about one point seven trillion. We just don't want to count it all. Well, some of it's going to get paid back. Yeah, not quite. 800-951-0592. five one zero five nine two. I've been telling you for a decade and a half. Be your own central bank. Time's coming. AU $20 Libs, less than Raw 20s, $1,400. Final segment for the week coming up. Final segment of the week, Golds, $1,304. Uh, silver, uh, 1460 The Dow's down 270 points, 24,899 uh, the S&P's down 30. The NASDAQ's down 90. Everyone's talking trade wars, uh, focusing on gold here. This was out of FX Empire. And there's this group, and, and there are several of them, that are techni- what, we, what I call technical gold guys. All as they do their whole thing. And a lot of you know guys like this. Everything they do is based on a chart. And it's funny because all of a sudden this week, you're hearing a lot of talk about this double bottom and gold, that 1267. Double bottom, and now all of a sudden uh, here comes gold flying up the charts. We've been nailing the precious metals moves for many months. And we've heard from many of our followers and many of our members about research. Some of you may remember on November 24, 2018, we predicted gold would rally above 1300 and then stall. But it would set up a momentum pattern. On March 28, 2019, Our researchers believe that the double bottom setup is the last time you'll see gold below $1,300. Again, we were warning our followers that the opportunity to position their gold trades was setting up, and this low price setup may be the last time we see gold at these lows our current research by the way this was yesterday our current research suggests the bottoming is over and a new price leg should begin to prompt a gold price rally over the next five to seven weeks targeting uh, targeting a level well above 1375 again these are chartists the gold daily chart highlights the pro, the price rotation and the double bottom that is, per, is currently set up in gold. They're proprietary, you know, they all got a proprietary model. System suggests an upside price leg target of at least 1330. So they, they're saying 1330 before they'll even see a pause. That price, by the way, in the next ten to thirty days, so five to seven weeks of thirteen seventy-five and above, ten to thirty days for thirteen thirty, And the way gold moved again, thirteen oh four and change. Uh, so, so now you have it. By the way, when they go out further into these waves, this is what these charts do: this double bottom. Formation setting up uh, a price move wave A to 1450. Uh, That target doesn't end to 1650. By the way, the wave C 2100, wave E 5000. Maybe that's where that billionaire made his prediction. AU twenty dollar liberties, less than a regular twenty by ten bucks. $1,400, 800-951-0592. We'll be back on Monday. Flip over to 1360.